Try not to buy anything. <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't believe me either, huh? That would just add another element to the Bill Murray. <laughs> that story. is the only way I'd play. Like you, you play Bill the Murray game, and then Bill Murray shows up at your house. That would be awesome. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everyone to a Bajangers and Wallhangers Radio Network production with Matt Man and the Old Man, and we are live in the Matt Cave. Um, another podcast upon us. We are doing a Facebook Live, so you uh, guys tuning in now, thank you very much. Comment. We have a audacity in front of it, so we can't see you, but we know you're there in spirit. Don't worry, I'll get right on that for you, there, brother. <laughs> and of course, I am the Matt Man, and we have Chris. My buddy Dan, the man, and of course my brother Steve. And uh, cowering in the in the in between Chris and Dan over there is the hero of time Link with his color barking commentary. Um obviously we announced this week that Pajangers and Wallhangers next week is going to be live from Comic Universe in Folsom PA right there on McDade Boulevard. And uh, with the owner Frank going to be doing an interview with Frank and doing our uh, normal podcast down there live. So if you want to stop on by, we're going to be there between 5 and 7. And uh, definitely appreciate all the people coming out. Yeah, I took the initiative to uh, to reach out to Frank because he will be retiring in uh, end of April, early May. It's when his lease is up. He's looking for um, someone with his same mindset to take over his business. So uh, we offered him to do a podcast at his business February 11th from 5 to 7 um, just to give him kind of a, an open forum to do what he wants so um, we're just going to keep it light and keep it friendly and do our normal stuff there um, it will be during business hours so uh, we know that we will not interrupt what he's doing mm-hmm. um, and we might have the opportunity to interview a couple customers so and I am going to try not to buy anything <laughs> <laughs> You guys didn't believe me either, huh? <laughs> no, nah, I didn't think so. <clears throat> but no. we do start off the podcast every time with uh, the news. And I guess more recent news for me was last night, a couple friends came over, brought over 
a beloved PS4. And yeah, you're welcome. I've been telling you to get I fell ages. in love again with PlayStation. I've always loved their product, but just playing Spider-Man, oh my God, what a good game. How, so how do you like uh, the uh, traveling with Spider-Man? It, you did have to get used to it, but once you, you know, thought of physics and gravity, <laughs> and, you know, it makes sense for a Spider-Man game. And... I I just can't help but notice that the combat is like Arkham Knight and all the Batman games with sticky web. Yeah, but it's a and, s- and snarky comments. But that's what you want, though. I didn't say it was a bad thing. You you want that? <laughs> I didn't say that was a bad thing. It's just that's how it is, man. It's an, it's a nice. It's a good game through and through. I would buy. Any DLC that you put out on that game, and I—I I don't know—I'd probably crawl into a cave for a week and play that. I'm—I'm I'm still at ninety-two percent, so I haven't. Yeah, my buddy Jeremy—he listens to the podcast, and he—he was a hundred percenter. Very proud that he hundred percented Spider-Man. Last That's time. one of those games I would do one hundred percent. But I also want to play the new game plus with all my you know oh, yeah, badassery yeah. afterwards. Absolutely. Now, I mean. Would you, what do you want to see from that next game uh, in the series? Because Spider-Man itself, good game. Do you want to see more Marvel characters come into it, even as as you know, uh, like Human Torch stopping by, visiting his buddy Spider-Man? No, I want uh, keep it Spider-Man centric for a little bit. Let that yeah. story just like everything else. Would we you tiptoe in the Spider-Verse? Uh, potentially, but again, maybe bring out Madam Web. Give me another game first. Mm. Give me another like fully vetted game yeah. of Spider-Man first before you even consider adding whatever you want into Spider-Man. Because Spider-Man himself, yeah, just just the mechanics alone and knowing yeah. how to like what other things could you add to Spider-Man's arsenal? Like those are things like I want to see. I want to see the like the new tricks that he could do to take down people. Yeah, like you know. Enemies, give me Mysterio. Yeah, oh my god. Mysterio, especially with the Jake Gyllenhaal trailer, man. Oh man, <laughs> so good. We're getting sidetracked, but you know. We we'll, so we're gonna we're gonna yeah. we're gonna stick with the Spider-Man game. We're gonna try to keep um, because of next next week's event. We're gonna try to keep most of the comic book material because yeah. I want to see what Frank has to say. Yeah, because yeah, he's absolutely. seen it all. He has seen it all. I mean, and he's, he's been, been disappointed business. by by them all. You know, <laughs> when Iron Man three, Spider Man three, <laughs> I mean all of it. But yeah, man, and I definitely got it. Also, another chance I got to do is the Anthem demo because it's a free weekend. So probably the people listening now live, you can check it out um, on Origin and download it. I know I told Joe Palladino. Yeah, um, he was checking it out. He's probably playing it now. Um, but really great. I told you guys before we started recording that I liken the flight mechanic in Anthem to kind of like web slinging in the fact that I like how like it's ray tracing for the win <laughs> that's the technology that was used for the web slinging okay yeah ray tracing yes you had that thought and you had to I you just, had to look that up I didn't even look it up because I knew of course you did <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Just like he knows, you know who 
you know, did the orchestra music in, you know, like Iron Man 2. I don't know. You do. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but one bit interesting thing, I'm going to hop into the game news okay. that I did see. EA has trademarked Jade Empire. And they could just be, you know, just keeping its title intact. Um, but that also could be remastered. I don't think a new all-out game. Um, if they were doing that, we would have, one, there would be some rumors. Two, I think, eh, so be a bit bold. This is the second week in a row that we're talking about EA and BioWare. Yeah. Uh, as you know, we, re, uh, we highlighted that BioWare last week put out the article that um, Kotar, they've been trying and trying and trying. And EA won't give them the green light. Whether it's true or not, we know. Yeah. We know, we know that. that's what the fans want. <laughs> the fans want it. Um, I can see EA trying to put a block on Bioware because this was one of the Bioware properties pre-EA purchase. Mm. And uh, I just don't want... To, I want us to have some like games from Bioware not to be... St- stunted by ea now that's just me speculating because let's face it ea has been kind of a tyrant lately you know yeah you know i mean giving us maddens that are the same even though i still buy them i'll still play them yeah but i'm a sucker for them yeah so you're just bitching i'm still gonna buy it I'm not gonna like it i'm gonna complain about it (laughs) every time (laughs) <laughs> so it's just like I, I, I don't know, man. Or it I could want... be it could be potential like a thing of like all right, we're going to trademark this now, and we're going to give mm-hmm. you three years to develop and go ahead and put it out on the new gen console. Yeah, I mean, I would just lo- I would love to see a remastered. Just a I would full love to see four K but... remastered Jade Empire. Just keeping all the nuts and bolts in it there is that Xbox, I loved. It is Xbox One enhanced though. Uh, but I I I want it on my PC. <laughs> in all its glory, because that's the problem with going back to old games. I've said it in you know pod- podcast before. The graphics really kill it for you. Like if you go, you can't go back to a PlayStation One game. Like you can't go back and play like Final Fantasy Seven. Like <laughs> it looks blocky as fuck. Like you could go back and play eight. Yeah. Okay, because of the cinematics, eh, it's a little bit elementary for, you know, looking back, but you can still kind of work your way through it. But in that one first kind of PlayStation one, when they were first getting into the 3D realm, you can't really play that now because it well, it mean, is so the, fucking blocky. Look at the games prior to that. It was like Wild Arms, Sweet Coden, you had... Uh, um, Castlevania 64. Well, that was Nintendo. Well, yeah, but that was like still. You can't play that either. No. Well, I mean, you, you shouldn't play that <laughs> to begin with. But um, but uh, beyond the beyond, they were all yeah. They were all pixel art. Yeah. So. Like See, you could go back it. and play the 16-bit, the 32-bit games, no problem. You could play any of those games, but it's just that one core area of just. I want those games remade before I go back and play them. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm with you. I mean, playing Jake Coon or Legacy of Lagaya is kind of like yeah. you can't do it anymore. You you could still play Leg- Legend of Dragoon though. Yeah, yeah, you can still Le- play that. Leg- game. Legend of Dragoon. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right, we're gonna give him some time to speak. 
person. He is a quiet person. He will uh, hold it up closer to the mic. Yeah. Oh, face. Yeah, yeah face, not the person, mic. So. Yeah. Um, but the other thing I saw, Netflix is releasing Dragon Prince Season 2, February 15th. Um, more dragons, more elves. Of course, if you're not familiar with it, Dragon Prince is the... Uh, Avatar. Avatar Last Airbender. You got to be specific, otherwise they think you know purple people and Pandora. I love that movie. It's a great movie. People were committing suicide because they couldn't ever feel like they were on Pandora. I felt like that too. You know, I, that was I'll like never be that, that happy. society is the way I wanted to live. And where you 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 fuck with your hair, dude. On, <laughs> I had I had the flow man, and I was ready to link it to a dragon just to fly it. But you know. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Like, yeah, the dragging part. I'm not going to say no to that. That is obviously cool. Who doesn't want to fly a fucking dragon? Exactly, like? dude. But you gotta, you gotta have not a shaved head. So, yeah, I wouldn't. wouldn't I wouldn't really be wear. flying. Well, actually, all of us, we could be poster child children for a neo-Nazi movement, but <laughs> we're not going to be flying dragons in, on Pandora right now. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I have hope because I can grow hair. I just don't like it touching my ears, so I keep it short. Right. But if it was if it was for flying a dragon, I'd grow my hair out, or have surgery. <laughs> I get surgery too. I mean, I would just get hair extensions. Can't link it to. Okay, fair enough. But uh, back on track with the dragon prince. The dragon prince. I enjoyed the first season. Okay. It, was, it was a good first season, especially for Airbender. My problem with it was that it was it was it was Avatar. It's just magic. Yeah. All right, we're not we're not bending. We're we're doing magic. There's a dragon. They're they're trying to get the dragon hatched. And all right, they get dragons in there, which is still seen more dragons in the first season of that show than Iron Fist. So I'm still happy. That's my gauge now. If you give me a dragon in the first season, okay, I'll be content. Okay. But the second season, uh, they released the trailer. Does look good, and it's definitely worthy worthy of something binge worthy on Netflix right now. So, definitely something to keep an eye out for. Netflix obviously put out a crap ton of anime and animated series. Incredibles two came out. Like, it did. I saw guy. Incredibles two. I put it on my watch list ago. immediately. Oh yeah. 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 That's gonna live. That's gonna be a short lived on on Netflix though. It is. Watch while you can. Yeah, yeah. Just like Infinity Disney Plus War is coming and all that. Yeah. yeah, Disney Plus is coming. It's it's not going away. So like all the, so prepare yourself. Get watching all the Marvel stuff and o- all the. Okay, Ned Stark, just calm down over there. Disney Plus is coming. <laughs> That's actually one thing that I saw on the news. Good segue. Kit Harrington. Yeah. He spoiled the end of Game of Thrones for his wife. For. She she asked. Well, I mean, she was entitled to. She was entitled to. She was in the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Rose <laughs> Leslie Yigret. is in yeah. the show. Yeah, Yigret. and she wanted to know. He told her she wouldn't talk to him for three days. <laughs> That's completely on her, though. <laughs> that is so. It's such a woman move. But I'm just saying <laughs> that you well, asked like, for it and like, you got mad. And he said, like, oh, I, I can't say whether I'm happy about it or not. I don't think it's about happiness, which that's very true. If you've seen the show, clearly this is not a show about fucking happiness. <laughs> or unicorns. It's mainly about sister fucking. <laughs> and great aunts and uncles. Yeah. It, it gets 
it gets to, it gets a bit twisted. <laughs> but it, obviously, I think they're coming back what in uh, April. April, yes. Yeah, so I'm definitely stoked for the last uh, season of that. I'm glad I hopped on the train at the end, and I didn't have to go through that long, painful years and years and years of waiting. You just do what my wife and I do. We just watch that again until the next season came up. You got to watch it every year, you know. This way, it stays fresh in your mind. And then, like after like the the sixth or seventh showing, you're like catching little nuances that connected prior. Yeah, that reminds me when me and him spent the summer watching Men in Black over and over again, and we could recite the entire movie. Are we still could. Yeah, if we tried, we probably could. <laughs> I have a neuralizer upstairs. You won't remember a thing. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I'm escape. Just glad, I'm just glad you didn't try to memorize Men in Black Three. Oh uh, God, no. no. Men in Black Two, I could go through. I was fine with it. Men in Black Two had Tone Look in it. Oh no, no. Well, what was it? Bismarcky. He had. Yeah. Biz, 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 you know, so anything with Bismarcky, I'll just take it I'll, <laughs> because it's Biz fucking Marquis. <laughs> and Tony Shalhoub. Yes. Tony Shalhoub. Anything with Tony Shalhoub, man. I'll watch it. I watched all of Monk. Yeah. That's a fucking accomplishment, okay? I should at least get a, a, a pin, a star, sticker. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't, for don't care what you say. That last episode of Monk with... with uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, That's how you fucking end a show. That is exactly how you fucking end a show, man. That tugged on all the feels. And then he just goes back to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. No, what happened next? Aliens came down, and they invaded him, and anal probed him. Nah, he just went to work. But uh, Escape from New York. I reboot. saw that, yeah. Reboot of Escape from New York. And it's with Saw co-creator. Uh, Leah Wano? Wano? I don't know how to say his fucking name. How do you say that? Wendell? I, yeah. I can't read your writing. I can't either. But uh, Saw co-creator. Yeah, he's going to be in it. Uh, John Carpenter will be executive producer of it. Okay. So uh, that could be good. I mean, especially the escape from New York, escape from L.A. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's the whole Snake Plissken. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I definitely think that was that's a worthy title of being reboot. You know what I mean? And Jordan Peele is uh, working on Twilight Zone. He's bringing that back this year. So the segue into that, um, guess we came on PlayStation Three for PlayStation Plus, and this the. Second to the last month, that PlayStation Plus for PS3 is active. Mm. Metal Gear Solid 4, Gun of the Patriots, is free to download. Ooh, that's I'm, that was a good game. That was. I am game. tempted to just go buy a PS3 <laughs> just to buy it. I mean, I've been keeping up with my PS Plus library and just purchasing everything, yeah. like online, so yeah. I can have it in my library. So if I get a PS3 again, I'll have it. This is what game hoarding looks like, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I I, t- I said it last week, man. You're you're here to make me feel better about my addiction. Okay. I'm 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 fine with that. I'm fine with that. And him, he just looks like a like a lightweight college you know college kid going out on the weekends compared to us. <laughs> Free game comes out, buys new console. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the man that went out, bought the 4K TV, and bought the Xbox One X. I did, yeah. I appreciated it for what it was. I'm no longer a console gamer at the moment, though, so been sticking to mobile, which yeah. is haunting me. But you know, no get no good games on Xbox One for me right now. Destiny Two uh, kind of tanked in my in my yeah. opinion, and kind of uh, half and half on Anthem and um, 
Division Two. I'm kind of intrigued by. But, you know. I s- they released a 30-minute like co-op look at a Division Two. Mm. It did look good. It looked Divisiony. I didn't really fo- I didn't really look in on it because Division One. Eh, I got in on the beta of that. Especially when they had all the betas I was logging on all the time. I was like, this is fucking great. Maybe they're going to have more. And then the map was like, whoop. So I guess my issue was I played the shit out of the beta. And then as soon as it came out, I bought the, uh, every, all the DLCs and whatnot. Um, probably put 14 to 18 days in the game within a very short amount of time. And... It just didn't feel like it was play tested whatsoever, and everything just felt like not as. It felt like they rushed yeah. the uh, release on it. So, I, I'm. Come on, it's like brand new DLC. It's gonna be hype, and then you get like three days worth of play out of it. Yeah. And then D- Division Two comes out, and it's like, well, this is gonna be lit, but then it'll just crash like Division does. So, like, yeah. anytime a game's overhyped, I'm very skeptical now to... Uh, well, that's that. why I was I saw an article uh, before the podcast mm-hmm. on Anthem, and it was pretty much saying how they're still a little bit wary about the end game, mm-hmm. but it it's, it's not um, a, necessarily a bad thing, because they're saying some of the, like, stronghold missions, like the second one... They said was complex, which you know that's an interesting thing. But right. it's still I see that repetitive nature, which is what I really didn't. I kind of got bored with playing Destiny. It was the same fucking thing every time, and I'm just repeatedly doing it because I want that new, you know, gear or or right, weapon. Right. Yeah. No. I I think I think the whole thing gambling with, through with gaming Destiny and or Division. There were just. I didn't get as much of a challenge as I had, I had hoped from either one of the raids uh, mm-hmm. that were in Destiny. It, it, things just were kind of too easy. You'd you play through it about an hour and figure out exactly how it's supposed to go down. So, and I think that was kind of because they it was they were first releasing on PC, so they wanted right. to keep their toes in the in the shallow end. Yeah, where well, everybody else better. just <clears throat> everybody else just wanted them to dive right in. Right. Yeah. I'd, I'd like I'd like a ch- I'd like a, a raid that takes me. I mean, when so. When original Destiny came out, Vault of Glass was the very first raid, and it took the first team to complete. I think took over eleven hours to complete uh, the material, just because everyone was under leveled, mm-hmm. uh, trying to figure out exactly uh, how each raid boss is going to be. And then Crota's End came out, and you figured within about a week, people were figuring out how to solo it, and it's a six-person activity. So yeah, I would like things that are a little more uh, difficult, but. I understand that, yeah, completely. But you're more of like the life, the lifestyle gamer. Like you're, you I, you get into that game, and you're gonna go in in every niche, and you right. want a lot of content to be in there. Mm-hmm. Which that was a lot of people's complaint about Destiny too. Very much so. So with the act with this with the split, Bungie could listen to their fans for once. It could, yeah. I mean, it could start raining gold too, but I don't see it happening. <laughs> <laughs> No, I had I had a uh, I played Destiny one and two and uh, Destiny one played it, noticed how horribly broken it was, let it sit for a while, came back to it, then um, played it again. Then the two expansions came out and I played it pretty heavy after that, but it wasn't like I still wasn't sold on it. Right, right. 
Like I just played it just for the sake of playing it because it felt like they they dug themselves too deep of a hole, and and every new expansion that would come out got you a little bit closer to the surface again, but. They, they they still didn't fully make it back to where they were uh, when the game originally got released. And then Destiny 2 just kind of... There were a lot of issues that they took away um, trying to fix things that people didn't like about Destiny 1 and Destiny 2 just kind of uh, fell short in a couple areas. It so. just Well, to me, it, di- it didn't even seem like they listened to their fan base when Destiny 2, like, original release of Destiny 2 came right. out. And then it was just, oh, we're going we're gonna to strip you of all your power and you have to gain it back. Yeah. And you're going to lose everything. Yeah. All right, thanks. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, goody. I mean, I can't say I didn't enjoy the game, but I was the newbie. You know, I didn't play Destiny 1 because it didn't come out on PC. I was like, all right, well, this is a good introduction for a guy like me. But for a guy like you and you, like, who wanted to be invested in this, and then they just didn't listen. I, I want to believe that was more Activision than Bungie, but... I remember I Halo 2 and Halo 3. So I have no faith in, in Bungie. Uh, it was lack of identity. They were, they were trying to be something that they knew they couldn't perform. It's just what it comes down to. So they were the nerdy kid playing football. Or the last kid picked at dodgeball. <laughs> 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 Sorry to bring you uh, flashbacks. <laughs> I, I was. Yeah. No, I, I was. Yeah, I was the last pick for kickball. And wall ball. We're, we're Delco. We played wall ball. Yeah, we did. I was last pick, but I was a beast at wall ball. I didn't give, I didn't give my <laughs> – man, I, I, I pegged some people, my brother included. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, what do I have in the news? But final announcement from Bat, uh, Batfleck that we already knew was coming because he said it, and probably his PR people were like, Shh, you can't say that. But yeah, he's not going to be Batman in the Reeves 2021, uh, July 2021. We're getting the Batman. Um, Reeves is going younger. He's going for a 20 to 30s Batman, which story-wise I think is good. Um, One article I saw was giving Mark Bernard shit for saying that Batman has to be white, which he's right. He does. You can't have old money if he's of mixed race, is what he was saying. Yeah, they're going to rewrite his story and make he, him a lottery winner. It's You know what I mean? Like It has to be he has that guilt of this is my family's you know, name. This is the family name, the family money. He has to have that guilt to be a Wayne, to be Batman. White privilege guilt? Yes. <laughs> there has to be that white privilege guilt. He has to be a little bit vanilla masochist. Yeah. You know, and I I don't know. I saw one per, one article on IGN saying Charlie Hummon uh, from Sons of Anarchy would be yeah. a good Bruce Wayne, which he's about 34, so he's on the upper on the realm cusp, of the yeah. 30s, but I would love to see him as Batman. John Hamm, if you were doing more of a Frank Miller kind of esque, like what Batfleck was, I think he would be a good Batman. But if you're going younger, we're probably going to see an unnamed guy or someone who we wouldn't see him as Batman. Like I wouldn't have saw John Cryer as Lex Luthor when he shaved his head and peeked out of a you know a mental asylum window, and I'm like, that's fucking Lex Luthor. Like, you know, I think it's going to be one of those things. You're not going to see 
really who it is until you get in that. And from a Batman movie to be more focused on his detective skills. Yes. That's taking it in a different direction like what Christopher Nolan did with Christian Bale in the bat- his Batman trilogy. So I see that as they're taking an element of Batman that we really haven't seen because you see in the Batman movies that it was more uh it was it it, it was more about like oh he's Batman that's how he knows. Yeah, he has a super fucking back computer. That's how he knows. Now it's well he's a fucking detective. I don't want it to be a cop show. I really don't want it. I know it's stupid to say, but I don't want it to be like, you know, Law and Order, Batman unit. <laughs> That's practically fucking what Gotham is now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Batman took a piss off this roof. How can you tell? Well, he has a water filtration in his suit, and it only comes up with this certain chemical material. <laughs> Horatio Kane is Batman. <laughs> <laughs> With those aw- like With the Batman with sunglasses. <laughs> those awful awful one liners. Like out like, he presses a button, sunglasses come down. <laughs> I love that idea. C S I Gotham. Coming. Then, then you have the Who singing in the background. <laughs> 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 But, uh, yeah, man, I would definitely go see CSI Gotham. But I would, mo- I want to see Flashpoint before another Batman movie. And I think they pushed Flash back in their movie calendar. So, speaking of the whole DC Universe, did you see the article with what could have been of the um, Zack Snyder's trilogy of Justice I did. League? I did, and I wanted to cry. It would have been so good. It would have been. It would have been so good. For those of you that don't know, the Zack Snyder trilogy in our Justice League, if Zack Snyder would have completed it, instead of Superman showing up at the end, it would have been Green Lantern because one of the set hands said that uh, it was on, I heard this on um, uh, Fat Man Beyond, Kevin Smith's podcast with Mark Bernard, and he said that he talked with uh, the people because they worked on both sets for Justice League and he said yeah man the one set we had with uh I'm forgetting his name right now he played Alfred uh Jeremy Irons Jeremy Irons they had green lights set up mm-hmm. uh, he you know and the hope was supposed to be like Green Lantern and while I like Ryan Reynolds I don't think we've seen an accurate portrayal of the Lantern Corps because well Hal Jordan yeah he's the most known Green Lantern I want to see, well, not the Irish Green Lantern. Not, nobody cares about him. No. 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 Um, I, his just, name doesn't just matter. No. Yeah. Um, but uh, what's his face? Um, from the Justice League cartoon. Uh, that, uh, fuck, I forget his name. It'll come to us. It will, but I want to see that one. Um, damn, people are, are screaming at it, at the... Yeah, radios right now. Saying, you fucking right idiot! But anyway, you all know who I'm fucking talking about. Anyway, but I want to see. Uh, and the second movie was going to be more cosmic, i.e., like Avengers: Infinity War two, Electric Boogaloo. Um, yes, it was essentially if Avengers: Infinity War instead slash uh, slash Thanos, then it would be it would be you know Dark Side. 
And, you know, there's going to be more cosmic in that. And then it, it would have been good, but it would have been a copy. So I see why they cut it. But I think with their single movies, they could still put out a good fucking movie like Shazam. Hey, this is a Shazam movie. That's why people like Wonder Woman. Hey, this is a Wonder Woman movie. This is Aquaman. It's going to be the superhero movie you want. I see later on if this thing that they're doing yeah, they're, they're, works, that we could get another one. I want them to just, again, it's I say the term all the time, just let it breathe. Yeah. Develop the audience. Yeah. Let it let them come in organically and then yeah. if you know, get get their response, get the audience's response to say we want an actual correct representation of the Justice League. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't Especially me, don't give me Batman versus Superman again. Yeah, no. That was no, Don't get me see, wrong. Batfleck was awesome in it. He was. The scary part was that Ben Affleck was the best part of that movie. That is the scariest part. <laughs> and the Henry Cavill mustache just really fucked that movie up. Like, And that was because of Mission Impossible. Everybody knows that legendary story, why they had to do it. But I Which, mean, Henry Cavill in that movie, he was a beast in, that, in Mission Impossible. I haven't seen it, though. Yeah, just, I am a Henry Cavill fan. He does he does good work, but I he just better stay as my Superman because he is Superman. You look at him, he looks like fucking Superman, you know. And he does a good job. I loved his representations. Everything he that was he's in his done. early forties when he did Man of Steel. Yeah, still that, good. That, that tells you something, man. Yeah. Like he he put dedication in that. And he's not a horseback rider. That was a Christopher Reeves joke. That was a bad one, but yeah. But I'm bump crack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying, so he has some kind of longevity there. If you're not, you know, he's, if he's a skydiver, well, I'd be actually, like, well, hey, man, I actually, don't know how long he's going to have last. to be a horseback rider for <laughs> Gerald. <laughs> In the Witcher series. Oh, God, yeah, that's right. He is going to, I think he's going to be a good Geralt, though. I think that would, that Netflix, Netflix especially, when they, especially when they're, they're if there's any hope, for video game adaptations, it's with Netflix. Because yes. have you seen Castlevania? Yes. Fantastic. Four episodes, six episodes. I think next season's like eight episodes. I don't care, man. Keep fucking doing it. That is good. And then they, uh, they're in talks for... Resident Evil. Resident Evil. Yep. Legend of Zelda. Um, Netflix is fucking hitting it out of the park. And if they can give keep giving us good comic adaptations, I don't care if it's animated... If you are realizing what you can do with your material that way, well, it gives a it, 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 that's Netflix is preparing content for post Disney Plus mm-hmm. because once Disney Plus happens, hence why they got all the Mark Miller stuff. Star Wars is going away. Mm-hmm. All the all the you know Disney movies that are on there are going to go away. So, oh yeah, so which is why they're also releasing Umbrella Academy this month. And all the shows, all the shows that are going to be like, majority of the shows that are going to be tied to Marvel that are ABC owned are going to go away because they're going to feature on Disney Plus. So, do you see a, my, a huge migration happening with Disney Plus? Because I think it'll be a vacuum in Netflix. They're going to try to plug the hole, but I think some people will go follow it. But, but mainly, it's going to be a primarily a Disney audience that's going to be interested in that movie. Or that ser- that service rather. Yeah. Um, but you got Star Wars films too. They're they're going away. I know. So, like anything that's Disney owned right now. Yeah. 
is going to go away from Netflix, which Disney has a stock in Hulu. So what did Hulu do? They lowered their price. Exactly. Because Netflix upped their price. Exactly. And that was a smart move on their part on their part for Hulu to lower the lower the price. I mean, it, I have the uh, the plan without ads. So that didn't change. But if you just came in at the bottom line now, what they're also doing, which that wasn't as big a story, when you pause it, it's going to play a commercial. They didn't tell you that, but I saw that as a news article too. Oh, hey, we're going to start playing commercials when you pause it. And I'm like, well, I'm ad-free, so you're not. But that sucks if you just went in for, oh, man, it's really low right now. Yeah, now if you hit commercials and you're doing that, yeah, you get you're what you pay for. That's the that's the old yeah. adage. You get what you pay for. You so, do. You really so just do. Read the fine print, everybody. Just make sure you're going to be going in at the price point you want to go in, and just realize that, you, you know, nothing's for free. You want to you want to add free, pay more. I mean, that's what it comes down to. I mean, Amazon's just taking money from everybody because all the streaming services use AWS services anyway, so it doesn't matter. And talking about Amazon, segue. Um. Amazon is making a Robert Kirkman comic book as an animated series called Invin- Invisible. Invi- yeah, Invisible. That's what I wrote down. Um, so essentially, I wrote down a little synopsis here of what this comic series is about because with Robert Kirkman, he has no problem killing off characters. We've seen that in Walking Dead. I'm going to do a little bit more investigating into the comic and uh, maybe do add that in next week, but... It's essentially about a 17-year-old, Mark Grayson, uh, who's played by Stephen Yoon. Okay. And another Blank. talent that came on there, on top of uh, Seth Rogen and uh, J.K. Simmons, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill is going to be in it. And anything Mark touches is gold. Obviously, I'm referring to Star Citizen. I knew you were going to put that in there. Because <laughs> I saw another... Uh, uh, Squadron 42 trailer with Hamill in there, and I just got yeah. giddy because yeah. I can't wait for Squadron 42. It's going to be so fucking great. And the trailer, if you look at if you look at the trailer, I'll I probably shoot. Late, I watched it yesterday. It's fucking gorgeous. Hopefully, the end of this year. I'm hoping, and you know, and end of this year would be nice. Well, by, by Star that Citizen point, my, fans, my, my new oh. rig will be in in top pecking order so i know i know yeah, thank you yeah. uncle sam where am i'm finally gonna get get my rig i'm gonna you know lead uh, leave some m&ms from your house all the way to here and <laughs> i'm just gonna i'm gonna lock the door behind you and say guess what buddy <laughs> rape dungeon no not this time <laughs> this time you're making my pc <laughs> and it'll happen <laughs> You'll think you're coming over for a podcast. Nope, right in the dungeon. Build the PC, minion. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, it's uh, about the son of the most powerful superhero on the planet, Omni-Man, played by J.K. Simmons. He, as his son develops his own powers, he finds out that his father's legacy is not all that it seems, and it's dropping in 2020. That... It, superhero take even as an animated series and they already said when they announced it it's going to be in quotations adult animated so it's going to have the adult ring to it for a 17 year old you know coming of age superhero learning his powers i think it'd be i think it could be good plus it's amazon like you said they did the tick they know how to do superhero they know how to do good you know relatively good show yeah i mean they, they got uh um my wife loves 
Mrs. Maisel, which is a good show. I fucking love it too, man. We awesome. we find we finally finished. It is we actually seriously good. Yeah. Tony yeah. Shalhoub is awesome. Speaking of him, told you I will always throw out love to Tony Shalhoub because he is such an ass in that show. Oh my god! But just like Miss Maisel, I don't know her name, but the Rachel actress, Brosnahan. she does a great job. She was actually um, she played. Um, she was also in House of Cards as the hooker prostitute that uh, uh, Kevin Spacey's. And you see your tits in the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're nice. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Well worth uh, the watch. But if you do, this is the one thing you have to watch about Amazon, which I find so incessantly annoying. It'll have an icon for season one of a show, and it'll have an icon for season two. So if season two of a show pops up and you're like, ah, you know what? I will check out Miss Maisel and click on it. You got to make sure that yeah, you're watching that. the right season because I started in season two and we had no fucking idea we what was so going on. Confused. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was my just wife like, did that too. They she got a that. lot of fucking there shit to start explaining here. here, man. You guys better. I understand it's about a comedian. and Yeah, she's funny. But what the fuck does Paris have to do with anything? <laughs> The fuck? The, the hell's going on here? That's not no way to introduce a character. Like I, I kept on. So was it like episode five or six of that show? I kept on laughing because that's when Tony Shulip's character kept on walking in and he kept on asking questions. Go like, okay, okay, and it, come back in, ask another question. Okay, yeah. <laughs> come back in. Okay, <laughs> and I'm just. And he's just a he's a, he's a, he's a good character. He evolves a little bit in the second season, but then he just kind of regresses towards the end of it and turns into a, a different way. But the second season is really good and really well done. We actually just you know who the wife it. is, uh, like of uh, Tony Shalhoub. It's uh, was um, Alan's ex-wife and two and a half men. Yes, yes, he was. She was Judith. Yeah, she was Judith. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. I do remember that show. Before they fucked it up by trying to, you know, add, add. perform CPR and add Ashton Kutcher and then just keep beating the dead horse. No. Yeah, you can't charge for pony rides if the pony's dead. <laughs> <laughs> you could for a selective audience. <laughs> Very selective audience. Well, that's why I went to FX called Anger Management. <laughs> <laughs> That's not still on, though. No, no. That died a horrible death. Is he in a gutter, Charlie Sheen? Um, well, I mean, he already admitted that he uh, has AIDS and HIV positive and all that I think already kind of figured that. But has he given up the crack? Um, I don't know. That's Once you go question. crack, you don't go back. I think that's what they say. <laughs> Something like that. I, 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 I may be paraphrasing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fortnite. Had a end game concert with Marshmallow. I saw that through Snapchat. I so I like Fortnite. I well, <laughs> interesting thing that they did though. Sure, sure. So so I actually enjoy Fortnite for what it is. It is a free game. Yeah. That keeps the um, age group of eight to fifteen off of my games. Yeah, that's very <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, you can just keep the fort, uh, keep the little Fortnite. Because now. Because now I'm I'm not getting eight to you know the the eighteen fifteen age range that you know still has to go through puberty, not yeah. cursing me out anymore. So keep Fortnite, keep it. 
Yeah. Parents do not buy any extra games. They are just playing games just that play emulate Fortnite. Fortnite. So just the only one they need. Keep Fortnite. Thank you. <laughs> uh, avid gamer. <laughs> um, but I thought that was pretty cool. And then Titanfall, the they're releasing a free-to-play game. It was long rumored, but it's a battle royale. It is called Apex Legends. Xbox, PC, and PS4 Monday. So if you're listening to this podcast after Monday the 4th, Check it out if you're into Titanfall. I never really was. Uh, once the shooters I, went futuristic, it kind of lost the luster. But lust I, I enjoyed Titanfall because it was big fucking mechs killing shit. Okay, fair enough. I mean, and the fact that you had to you know go right by your Titan and your Titan picks you up by his hand and yeah. puts you in. Like, okay, that is pretty dope. I mean, it's not like you go to a Transformers movie looking for plot. It's you're going there for what you want. Watch big robots beat the shit out of each other. That's it. You or, just or, big or, robots beating shit. Or the uh, or the subgenre which was called Battleship. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but I liked the. Uh, I found this on Kotaku, and okay. they had a tipster say that it is like. I'm going to paraphrase this in my, of course, my own collar for metaphors, like I always do. So, my metaphor for this game is like if Titanfall, Overwatch, Blackout, and Black Black Ops 4 had an orgy and didn't know who the father was. And the lie detector test determined that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what the tipster said, and I think that's interesting for Overwatch um, and Titanfall. Overwatch was, it was good for what it was. You I know. still play Overwatch, like because uh, I have a certain subset of friends that just mm-hmm. play Overwatch, and I enjoy playing that game with friends. Yeah, playing with it solo, friends. solo. But playing is... it solo, you have to be either really fucking good, or you have to understand that you're going to die a lot. Or just on PC. I feel like console Overwatch is very, very difficult, and I don't play it because it's on console. But it's definitely meant for PC. Yeah. If I had a PC, I would probably play it a lot more than. Well, to, to to strike that. You now have the ability for keyboard and mouse controls on both PS4 and Xbox. All right, I'll probably start playing Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> I could be a console gamer, right? <laughs> but yeah, I did notice that they had. Uh, I've seen a couple like Facebook commercials where they have the <laughs> the uh, mouse and the keyboard. It's kind of like almost I call it a half keyboard because I like the number pad on the side of mine. But it's a nice one you put on your lap, and it'll link right up to the Xbox and. I th- I think that's you know what it's it should be there for the people that want it, especially if you're going to start putting crossplay because it's that's like a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest if you're trying to put PC players up against console. It's not fair. I'll just put that out there. As unless trying unless to keep unless you're really really field. good. Yeah. And now I'm sorry, but I'm happen to be one of those people that can be I can be good on mouse and keyboard. And well, yeah, there's a difference because a if you're playing against me. On mouse and keyboard, you're good. Like I, I'm not, I'm not a astounding player. Like, oh yeah, a console person could definitely kick. They could definitely kick my ass because I'm not the best first person shooter. Like, but if you're playing me, yeah, you got a chance. But like a trained PC gamer, you wouldn't really have any hope because of the one to one with the mouse. If you didn't at least give the consoles, that. I do, the, I do the normal thing in every first person shooter game. I, I kill you. 
I let the team, I let the kill cam show where I'm at, and then wait for that five seconds to expire, and then I move out of the way, and then watch that person that I just killed go to that spot and I kill him again. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you're mouse and keyboard or controller. I'll still kill you. <laughs> yeah, you're that guy. I am that yeah. guy. It's that called move guy. then shoot. <laughs> shoot. Team move and shoot. So I did have uh, Tony Hawk on here because how the mighty have fallen. He has a anything after game. four sucks. Yeah, he had a mobile game. He had that stupid board that he that tried. Was, that was ride. Yeah, Tony Hawk ride. He the the board was like, oh, this well, the, is where it's. That going was on. in the advent of like the Wii coming out with yeah. the Wii Fit, and they were trying to emulate that. With but that just that peripheral just sucked ass on on just PS. Sold his soul a long time ago, and I think he's just trying to stay relevant. But the mobile game apparently is not getting very good reviews because it's horrible control wise. So you're trying it, you're trying to capture the essence of Pro Skater. Yeah, I mean on like, a phone. On a phone. You know, I mean, this isn't League so, of Legends. So the top, you know? the top Tony Hawk games for me were 1 and 2. Yeah. And and Thug 1 and 2. Like, I mean, Tony Hawk 1, you can't... I, I, I could play that today, even with the shitty graphics. I can still play that. I can still play... I can still play all, the, all the secrets and all getting all Dude. the decks. And, and it goes right back. Spider-Man on, Thug two, uh, on uh, Tony Hawk 2. Yeah, you got to unlock him, and it, there was that one move where, like his special, he would uh, jump up, yeah, sling the board, yeah, and put it back on his feet. <laughs> That's dope. So it was a little bit of a light news week because, like I said, I was playing the uh, PS4 last night. The last one that I do have is my future PS4. Obviously, there's going to be VR in the future, and this game kind of piqued my interest. Groundhog Day. PSVR PlayStation is going to be uh, bringing out a Groundhog Day. It's a uh, like father, like son. Groundhog Day, like father, like son, is the title, and it's going to be a multi-branch narrative written by Rick and Morty's uh, James Siliconia and Josh Rubin from Telltale Games. Okay, and it's coming out later this year. So it, look out for it. Multi-narrative Groundhog Day. Obviously, they announced it on Groundhog's Day yesterday. Uh, when did they announce that again? Groundhog Day? When did they announce that again? Groundhog Day? Okay, I'm just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be angry. <laughs> Ned? <laughs> I I mean, yeah, it was it was a great movie, but I don't know if you want me to be able to have the choice to killing myself in VR, you know what I mean? Like he had a pretty dour moment there and uh putting that in the game with VR. And I, I don't know. I don't think we need that experience. But the game itself, I think if they do it right, that could be a fun experience in VR, man. It would be a, a humorous experience. Yeah, walking around Punxsutawney, it will be mainly novelty, but especially if they get like Bill Murray. To, to do the voice? That would be awesome. That'd be fucking dope. That'd be dope. Bill that would just add another element to the Bill Murray. <laughs> that story. is the only way I'd play. Like you, you play Bill the Murray game and then Bill Murray game. shows up at your <laughs> house. That'd be it. awesome. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like, you know, because the highlight of that would be like, when are they going to release it? On Groundhog's Day? Yeah. When are they going to release it? On Groundhog's Day? Yeah. <laughs> but also, uh, he's also been busy, though, because I think he's going to be on Zombieland 2. Yeah, they're doing Zombieland 2. Yeah, and he, then, and then when the, is that supposed to come out? Well, it's supposed to be this year. They have I think, the, they yeah. have the uh, the posters up. Yeah, they did the ten year challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ten year challenge. Still though, I think that that series itself poking fun at the zombie. That's what we need, man. A good 
well-written Zombieland too, because that first movie was dope. It, it, it pulled a it pulled a, a a term from video game culture into the movie culture, which was double tap. Yeah, because that was right out of Call of Duty Two, Modern Warfare. Yeah, Modern Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, double tap. Yeah, I mean uh, it was that's uh, it was pretty much a shy news week, but that's all that's all I got for that. Versus wise, you had an idea for one, which I thought was good. Which was the Infinity War versus uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back? Yeah, what was the uh, what was the better like dour moment? It would still be Empire. Hey, well, yeah, I mean, while Infinity War was good, I I it was almost like. You know, it's telling me Santa Claus is real. Uh, you know, I'm like, yeah, there's some disbelief there because I know what's going to happen. You told me you're making Far From Home with Tom Holland. I'm not believing that he's dying in front of me. You know what I mean? There was a lot of disbelief to where Empire, when I'm watching it, like through and through, uh, uh, the ginger at work, Joe, he was telling me, you can't really compare the two because Infinity War... You have to have prior knowledge going into it to where Empire, you could show anybody Empire Strikes Back by the end of the movie. They'd be like, oh, my God. Wow. That was fucked up ending. Like that ending, it would still be Empire for me. But it movie to movie, they're two great movies. But Empire just wins out because it's a better told story. You also had... So George Lucas was in his prime. Oh God! Yeah. So, and you didn't need ten years to build a universe. That's it was all true. built in one movie, yeah. all the way up, Ooh. and he only had. And it lasted too. It stood the test of time. Yeah, yeah. You could you could pop on Empire Strikes Back right now, and whether we could still say that about Infinity War in ten years' time, I don't know. Maybe it turns out that you know we'll find out Endgame is actually shit. You know. But in their next phase, I think they have a lot of promise with the acquisition. Yeah, but I, I want to, gotta let that shit breathe, man. Yeah, it goes right I see back to both that. Fr- both franchises, obviously under the the Disney Reich. Yeah, it'll be under Disney. But like, if you're gonna do if you're gonna do X Men Fantastic Four, let them have their own movies don't even call don't even say they're part of the phase let's just like yeah. keep that under wraps and yeah. just say and just have them you know have them build their own their own uh collective well, i mean they can't really do anything either because they have dark phoenix coming out which, which is got, jane mcavoy and uh what's got, her face uh who played uh sophie turner yeah sophie from turner. game of thrones yeah sansa star sansa um yeah, you hate when they do that. Just pull out the actors. <laughs> it's like you're picking it out of my head, but I didn't remember a name, so that's what I'm thankful what, for. What was uh, what was what was last week? What? what Lyndon Ashby. Lyndon Ashby. Yeah. <laughs> and then you sent me like his IMDb. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like Lyndon Ashby, son of a bitch. Like, it's not like I. De- it's not like, not like I denied it or anything, but yeah, Lyndon Ashby. But yeah, man, this has been. Uh, I guess that's pretty much it because Empire really strikes. It strikes back really kind of wins out over everything. What do you think, Dan? 
So I don't have a opinion on the matter because I have not seen Star Wars, any of the films. So get out. Oh, get out. <laughs> get, get the fuck out of my house. What? I have told you this over three years, and it's the same conversation every time. I don't it's like Groundhog Day. I don't remember that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember ever, ever. I have told you that. we've You, me, and CV have had this conversation multiple times and every time it's i should watch i've remembered you live in the country that i can't remember its name That's i want to say here. uruguay uruguay yeah paraguay no nope. georgia georgia's i mean turkey I the european georgia georgia's a state but you know no singapore singapore that's what it was yeah. singapore you canada could, you he's can't, a man about town you can't you can't like link caning and singapore together because that we had that <laughs> you know because that would that would burn it into your brain. Horatio Canning. <laughs> Horatio <laughs> Canning. <laughs> it's like it was right there. And he it was. It. Yeah. Damn. I but what about it. what about the 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 previous verses? Did you think about that one? The 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 what the fuck moment. Ultimate what the fuck moment. Did you hear that? No, I did not. What is it? All right. Mean? So, what was your best moment as far as like a WTF in gaming? And I gave him. Assassin's Creed ending, mm-hmm. the choice at the end of Mass Effect, or the first time you met Andrew Ryan in person on Bioshock? Probably Assassin's Creed for me. Yeah, I mean, because after last week's podcast, I did re-download all of uh, my favorites, Bioshock Remastered. Bioshock Infinite. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck Bioshock 2 and 3. Because. 3 didn't exist. Well, that's why I fuck 3. Um, <laughs> but I uh, I gotta go with Bioshock, man. I, Andrew Ryan's Would You Kindly? Absolutely. Just fucking rocked me. That was my ultimate what the fuck. Like, Andrew Ryan saying, finding out that you weren't, you know, spoilers! You weren't an actual person, and you weren't in control of your of yourself. Yeah. You thought you were, but you were not in in control. And just even every from, mission objective, even would you from, kindly, even from moment one of that scene in that airplane before it goes down on a little yellow poster note, would you kindly open this later? Yeah. And then, <laughs> plane crashes. And he was playing it on the four K. Looked fantastic. And fucking tastic, dude. Remastered. So uh, I'm sticking with Bioshock on that one. Definitely a good. uh, What was your what was the new verses for this week? The new verses I was thinking, you know, ultimate Batman, because we have this, you know, fascination with Batman. He was really one of the first superheroes that was popularly accepted with the Michael Keaton. Um, A lot of people's favorite Batman being Michael Keaton. I'm pinning Michael Keaton versus everybody's favorite Christian Bale. Who so wins? between the two, between the two Batman, who ultimately wins? The you know because Michael Keaton didn't make Batman Batman. Adam West really kind of popularized it, and he was everybody's Batman. But movie wise and cinematic universe wise, Michael Keaton he always has bat. He is always my Batman over. Um, the animated uh, Batman the Animated Series. Kevin, Kevin Conroy. Conroy. Yeah. You're going to ignore Val Kilmer? <laughs> or George Clooney? I would, I would, I got to tell you what, I would let Val Kilmer through that door before George Clooney. 
What? Val, come on in. Oh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, come on in, Two-Face. George Clooney, stand the fuck outside. <laughs> You're lucky you were invited at all. No, George Clooney would be invited into the house just because of, oh, brother, where art thou? That's I'm true. sorry. That's true. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. So he can get a pass on Batman. Well, he is a he's Dapper a, Dan man. A yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> I'm a Dapper Dan man. Yeah. He, all right. He can go in the front front room that doesn't get much heat, not in any insulation. He can stand in that room, but not in the Mad Cave. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking credit card. <laughs> kidding me? That was the most <laughs> unbelievable thing. Over the nipples, I hated the credit card. I don't doubt that Batman could have a fucking credit card, but why would he have a credit card? You have to have an address. You're going to put the fucking Batcave's address? Secret lane. One secret lane, Gotham. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't work. So who's your ultimate? I I like the the bail. I like the bail, but I liked... My ultimate is Keaton. He, he's my favorite Batman overall. So, I have to say, you really can't compare the two. They're Ke- two Keaton, different styles. Keaton yes. only had two movies. True. I Bale, only watched two of Bale's movies, so that's Bale had fair. a planned trilogy. <laughs> yes. While did Keaton did not. But even still, I didn't, I didn't watch the last Bale movie because I didn't like Bane. Didn't like Tom Hardy's mask. It's not Bane. You didn't like the oct- octopus over the mouth? No. That's not Bane. Well, hello, children. <laughs> Bane is not supposed to be like this with a new world order. And then that transferred over into a game when they made him the main villain. Like he was ever smart enough to be one. Like, I, Bane was just dumb muscle who broke Batman's back. He could overpower the, even how great a fighter Batman was and his detective skills and his technology and all that. Bane could fucking break him. Bane was just that overpowering, just massive bull rush. You know what I mean? And that Give me Bane from, like, Arkham Asylum and yes, and Yes, that's what I want. Arkham City. That, that's, fuck, that's my Bane. Just like what they did with Black Mana, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, all, all the new franchises that they're doing. They're finding success, linking it up with the stuff from the past. You look at Aquaman's suit. It looks like Aquaman's suit from the comics because it's been there for thousands of fucking years. I know I'm exaggerating. A bit. By one 50. or two years. But We'll say 50. That's what they need to do. If you want to keep the comic book fans happy, and you can still make it look modern and nice by still deriving from original costumes. And that's where I think when you try to change shit like that, yes, you can make it look more realistic, more like a Venom or something like that. He had a fucking pipe going into the back of his head, and he was a Spanish luchador. What more do you need? Just do that. He doesn't need to be, like, you know, part of the Illuminati. So... I know we already covered it, but I would love to see a DC origin story of like an actual Bane. That would be dope. Like a, a Morbius or Venom. Yeah. Just with Bane. With Bane, but like. Well, they brought him in on Gotham. Yeah, but that's 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 a different like. Yeah. I would consider that a different universe. That's a different show entirely, which I have never actually agreed with it had a bunch there's the their they villains do a lot of teasing were, with that their show. villains were really great 
but it's like going to a strip club. You're just going to get blue balls. Like, you're not going to get anything out of it. Like, you're not getting the Batman. That's the meat That's the meat of the that Who you want. commented? Oh, we have a comment. I can't read it from here. Thank you for commenting. I can't see that. I can't see it either. Dan, you have hot guys. We're I'm actually walk up. not that good. Yeah, because it's half a screen. <sighs> I'm going to get in your face right now. Hang on. Oh, it's my buddy Moy. Hey, buddy. What's going on? <laughs> hey, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> What's up, Linky? Hey, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Here what time? Come on. We're on Facebook. Not now. Okay. So, essentially, that's been the podcast. Thank you for tuning in, buddy. I appreciate everybody watching and looking it out. We'll obviously be putting this up on the normal uh, Stitcher. And we will be coming back for uh, another podcast next week, live from Comic Universe. And we always, of course, thank Frank for giving us that opportunity of you know doing a live podcast there. So, the, it's taken well over three years of podcasting, but I'm actually ret- you know, ret- going out into the world. Out of the Matt Cave, and uh, yeah, secretly, yeah. Um, so. Well, we'll watch the skin fall off of Matt's head as the sun hits him. But the uh, blinding, the blinding light. I'm not sure if I will turn to ash or not, but we'll see. All right, so um, you know, it is Sunday, so I I know we normally don't cover sports here, but who do you got? Oh right, there's a game. There's a game. <laughs> the who's, big game. Who's that actually sports. playing this year? The Jets and the Mets. Not the Jets and the Mets. It's uh, what is it? The Los Angeles Rams and the Patriots, right? We could just say Hartford Whalers, and no one would give yeah. a shit because it's the New England Patriots. Yeah. Um. I mean, realistically, Patriots are probably going to cheat and win, but I would like to see the Rams win because everybody hates the Patriots. Only people that like New England are New Englanders. So. Um, I, while I used to get into, you know, into the football, I think it's, you know, become a little bit more of a pussy sport now with, you know, all the notice of brain trauma, no shit. Smacking into somebody full force leaves brain trauma. No shit. With the, really? With the equivalent, with the equivalent you know, force of a truck. Tell me more how your little bitty, uh, you know, blood vessels popping, you know, and, uh, you know, destroy nerve endings and all that and, you know, affect your brain. No shit. It's almost Dude, like smashing that, at something in physics. It, it, does that call? Does that huh. call dream damage? I'm sorry, <laughs> dream damage. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, we're uh, we got big dreams, big things, big things coming up here. Linky has to go. I will. Um, I will say. Um, you know, if you don't want to watch Maroon Five, you can at least, if you have the uh, WWE Network, you can watch Halftime Heat, which I will be watching. I'm an avid wrestling fan, so yeah. I will watch that. So that so, would that would be uh, my. My plus, I will be watching um, that instead of watching the halftime show of Maroon 5. Uh, the Puppy Bowl. Uh, you can watch the Puppy Bowl. So you can report on that. Honestly, I'm probably going to be playing Anthem all the rest of the night. But, uh, yeah, you, the big game, everybody, uh, you know, definitely enjoy. Drive safe and have fun, most importantly. I want to take this time because, obviously, we're out on iTunes. We're on Spotify. So on any type of podcasting platform, we are now covered. So, so whether it's tuned in, whether it's Stitcher, whether it's SoundCloud, Google Play Podcasts, iTunes, um, we are everywhere now. There is no place that you can't um, download us or send us a like, a comment. Um, if you want to be part of it, 
we can set up a, a call-in number. We can set up uh, Facebook Messenger so people can actually just message us in. Yeah, and, and we can incorporate anybody who wants to take notice uh, and be a part of it. Just shoot us a comment. Give mm-hmm. us your phone number. We can set it up. Or we can Absolutely. give you the phone number at the time that we're recording and shoot you a message. Just reach out to us. We are equal opportunity. We don't care. We are also giving Delaware County and Delaware Valley the love. So anybody in the Philadelphia area, we're going to expand it as time goes on. But for like for now, it's going to be Delaware County love. So for any businesses that want to, you know, get the word out, uh, we can come do a live cast. We can either do um, like a short little interview session, or if you just want free advertising, we'll do that for you too. Just let us know. Uh, hey Amen. We're all about it. Got to help out the, you know, help out the fellow Delco businesses, fellow people. If you want to, you know, we just, you're just it. people in general, man. Yeah. We just want people to, to we, I want to see everybody succeed. Absolutely. We're only on this planet for a short time. So you might as well enjoy it while you're here. Yep. Enjoy so, it and help each other. So that I will take a time and I will explain this. One thing that we have been doing at the end of every podcast was thanking Bob, uh, the very colorful, uh, commentary he gave chris over the phone one thing i did see uh i have seen on because science kyle hill he always picks a different name somebody who's listening and he throws it in for thanking him at the end this week i'm going to do that uh you know from now on i'm going to pick a listener that i do see somebody listening they comment they like they do stuff like that i always like to show out the love so this week i want to thank hermit khan for listening and uh showing the love out there hermit is from turkey Turkey. The so country, have, yes. not the product. <laughs> and he liked Coupons Please, so I want to thank Hermit personally for listening to the podcast and liking it. So we always like showing love. Thank you for listening and watching, Hermit. Yeah, um, like, so we have, uh, we, apparently we have a, a listener audience in Brazil. So I want to show Brazil love. I and want to, San Jose. San Jose, California. San Jose, California really loves us. we got a lot of people out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot that, of people discovering the podcast. And, uh, you know, that's why we do it. That's why I've been doing this for years. And then um, Bangladesh, Bangladesh and dude. Pakistan. we got a, we got a listener in Pakistan. That's a tough crowd. That is... That is <laughs> <laughs> Gaming, bringing people together. That's what we're always here for, and we love it when you guys uh, tune in and check us out. Thank you very much, Bob and Hermit. And until next week, boys and girls, we'll see you in the lair of comics and everything goodness. Thank you very much. Hermit will get this. Hermit will get this. Uh, I don't want to... Uh fold like a flan in the cupboard like the Ottoman Empire but that's <laughs> you know because they just made furniture <laughs> uh, great furniture though <laughs> great empire it's, it still lasts today yes yes but thank you Bob um, um, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good thank you dad um. <laughs> uh, dad yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, Linky, for being a good boy. He's got to go out. So, everybody else, uh, thank you for listening and game on. Bye bye.